0: Well, it's the dynamic, duo. it when we back again. I back the DJ, the vendor packet, in your all
1: lacking sense. Trying to tangle with us, scooping the big gap. Boobies in the back of the bus to smack it. You won't be stealing your lunch, money to search, money to feel it. Just don't touch, Hurry by the end of the day. That's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man, okay? Oh, my, 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 has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. Still doesn't know. Ah, well, turns out the uh, NBA Finals are not quite going to plan. No, um...
0: There are some... uh, It's a... Well, let's... Let's be, um... Hang on a second.
1: Is your microwave talking to you? All uh, right. Sorry, I'm just telling
0: people to turn their fucking mics down, their, their noise down in the background.
1: Um, I, I thought the microwave might have you might have had some two-minute noodles. On no, it's just they, just they decided to just
0: fucking crank everything up.
1: Well, I actually, I actually had a couple of movie analogies for, for some of the series, well, right? So. I think
0: I think what we need to say is that there have been, like, by the time we're recording, there's been, like, 20 fucking playoff games played. Yeah. Uh, and there And before that, there were six play-in games uh, since we last recorded on the, the night of the, uh, the end of the regular season. Uh, you haven't watched them all. I haven't watched them all. It's impossible to actually get any kind of analytical, granular knowledge out of it. Uh, so it kind of comes down to kind of a vibe check, like who? Like so. What I'm what I'm thinking about is, like, who's happy and who's cracked the shits after two to three games of, of each series. That's kind of the the the, the rubric that I've brought to uh, tonight's episode of Drop Station Ident the Balls Podcast with Bezo and Doctor Yobo. I'm the latter. He's the former.
1: Well, well, it's funny how we both come up with a, a, a like a a framework to think about, but like. Because they always front load, right? You know, the, the first week yeah. of the finals is the best. Because well, they have that weekend where the... they
0: play eight games in two days. Yeah, but every series gets gets to launch.
1: Th- three games a day. Like, if if you get a blowout, then the next game is close. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, the, or or there's there's something like the Bulls beating the Bucks, and you just like. What, uh, what now? Yes, although,
0: um, to be fair, I think, you know, if you want to start the list of the teams that, that aren't so happy, our finalists from last year both have significant injury concerns. Uh, well,
1: that, that, was my, that was my first movie analogy, right, <laughs> which is that the Sons and the Bucks are the other sequel that, that everyone's not as happy about. There's a few actors missing. The, the cast is not quite the same. The storylines are not going quite as smoothly. The, the, the script writing's a little bit choppy. Because it, both of those teams could lose in the first round. Like the, the strength of this finals this year, other than probably Denver, which is literally like missing fucking half their team, the, you can't fucking rest. Like even the Celtics getting a 2 0 lead, they've got that 2 0 lead at home. All they've is done is of hold expected.
0: Serve. People are riding yeah, fucking victories right. for the Nets. All they've done is
1: hold serve. They've done is hold serve. That's right. they the won Nets, that they've for, for, for done every, what they're supposed to do. The Nets
0: of like, the panic and the, and the shit fighting and the fact that, you know, Jason Tatum looks like he has uh, a Durant-shaped hole in his back pocket. Um, they're going back to Brooklyn, where admittedly there, there won't be a crowd in favour of the Nets, but there won't be a crowd in favour of the, of the Celtics either unless they've bought all the, all the tickets on fucking StubHub or something like the on-track Frankfurt fans did to Barcelona in, in midweek.
1: Yeah, no, th- that's the thing. It won't be... Like, even if the Celtics fans travel, it won't be the garden, right? No. It's not going to have that same... Like, that Memphis... Oh, there's, a, there's a few... Like, Utah, even though it probably hasn't helped Utah that much. But there are some real home, home crowd. The Nets don't have one of those crowds, but it's still not the home crowd that the Celtics have.
0: It's the absence of the opposition's home crowd.
1: And the other thing is, uh, like, the, the Nets aren't that deep. And if they... If they even get... No, that's why they put out the Ben bat signal, didn't they? Yeah, like if they get seven solid minutes out of out of Simmons, that's seven solid minutes. That's a huge... Like seven solid minutes might be enough to have won them, both of those games. They didn't lose both of those games by that much. And Durant just looks cooked. He looks so tired. He,
0: Jason the Tatum full... is, is, just, is just ringing him out. And the thing about Ben yeah. Simmons is that you don't have to worry about whether his offense, is whether his shotgun is going to come back because he never had one. So all he needs to go out there is just no. play some D, throw some passes, run up and down a bit, not look like a complete flute. So he is actually one of the winners of this process. He actually, he can't really fuck it up anymore. Unless, of course, no. he does another one of these pass up an open dunk in favor of a terrible three that somebody misses sort of situations.
1: And then the Pelicans, right? The Pelicans have basically...
0: All gravy. All gravy for the Pelicans. Got-
1: yeah, like, and that, and they've sort of ensured that it is at least going to go six or seven, right? I cannot see the Suns winning three games straight. No,
0: um, not, not well, that, that, not with Devin Booker out for two to three weeks.
1: No, that 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 Pelicans team has some serious talent. Like, they've got some like Herb Jones and that little sneaky. Dude's, oh, I don't the know dude's called
0: Herb it. for fuck's sake. It's 2022, and the dude's called Herb. Uh,
1: yeah, I was talking about the the, the uh, sneak attack Alvarado that um, that they've got, and, and I showed um, I showed Vanessa like a supercut of him, you know, running from like you know almost playing hide and seek in an NBA game and running out behind and stealing passes. She's
0: a patient woman. She puts up with a lot. She just looked
1: at looked at it and went. Well, that dude's going to have a career. Like, you know, if he just can do that twice a game, every game for the rest of his life, he'll he'll always find space at the end of a bench. But I did like Chris Paul, like, getting the inbounds ball and turning around and basically pointing to him and going, no, dude, I know what your fucking game is. Get the fuck up the court where I can see you so I can dribble the ball. Oh, it was Chris Paul just cracks me never up. i never met
0: anybody game. more like himself in his entire life. <laughs>
1: that's right it's like looking into a mirror but hey like that that sneaky competitiveness is what's giving the pelicans uh that little bit of an edge i reckon um like they they're just not going to be an easy out they've they've got enough talent in in cj and Brandon ingram and then the rest of their roster is guys that just want to fucking compete you know valentinus herb jones Alvarado. like they're just stacked full of these guys that might not be the best players in the series, but uh, are not just going to roll over and die. I'm scared. Basically, <laughs> I reckon we could easily go out in the first round. I don't. I don't think it's like we're not going to get rolled in three games. I don't think, but we could definitely lose in seven. Yeah, and the the same for the Bucks. The but like you know, Levine hasn't even really played that well yet. Uh, if the, if they go into the next game and decide that they you know, might decide to start double-teaming DeRozan, then that's the whole idea of having Levine on the other end of the seesaw, right? Is that if you start double-teaming DeRozan, you're giving Levine all that space to rain fire on top.
0: It's, the gaps between the teams aren't big enough that you can sustain the loss of a Middleton or a Booker and just cruise oh. through your first round matchup, even if it is the 1-8 the or the 2-7. It's just not like that. Well, the three six in the in the, the well—that's the thing. The Bucks chose to be in the three six.
1: Yeah, that's right. Everyone thought the Bulls were a walkover. So, so my next movie analogy is the the Jazz are, are Office Space Office Space the team. They are the literal embodiment of Office Office Space the movie. <laughs> no one likes each other. Yep. Everyone wants to get into a field and, and smash a, a computer printer or Rudy Gobert. Somebody into the stole
0: ground. Rudy Gobert's stapler. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I've never the, seen the a guy team everybody just, liked just...
0: is already fucked off to work construction.
1: I, I was this, I was this close to calling the jazz a romantic comedy when worldwide Wes turned up and and was like making eyes at both the the jazz point guard and the Mavericks point guard in the same game. Won't one of you come and play for the Knicks, please?
0: Wes is just a slut, basically. He's just, <laughs> he's just trying to get it wherever he can get it.
1: But how demoralizing is is it to? Like, A, poor old Rudy. I I, like that Spencer Dinwiddie clip is just bad. Like, it makes him look really bad until you rewind it and go and look at how easily Dinwiddie just fucking dusted the guys on the perimeter and went up for that dunk. And Gobert just must be like, fuck this. I am just sick of cleaning up for you guys. Like, he is literally like a parent just going, can you guys at least put your toys away? You know, could you, when you finish your dinner, could you you know would it be so hard to put your plates in the dishwasher? Who stays there? Uh, because Danny
0: Ainge is no, going none to go, of them. I, going I, to rip I don't the think any apart. of them.
1: I reckon all three of them are gone. I reckon. I reckon. Quinn Snyder's gone yep. to the Lakers. Well, he's going somewhere. Go. go you know, Go Bear might end up at the Mavericks. Go Bear might end up like. I are- like
0: Bigs at the Mavericks. I was trying to think of teams that actually like your big, your kind of static big who doesn't do much on the offensive end. And the Mavericks, the Mavericks have got space for that. They have got time for that. At least they did in the the Carlisle era.
1: And the, and the thing is, I think Luca's like like Donovan's not a he's a scorer, not a ball player. Whereas Luca will be able to give Gobert lobs in easy enough spaces for him to be become much more efficient on offense. Just giving enough him the
0: ball there. would be a fucking improvement.
1: <laughs> That's right. So you know how if you could make Rudy thirty percent happier. Like, he's already a fucking beast on defense. Imagine if he was happy and in, in a space where he felt valued. Cause the, imagine. Because the dude of it... Imagine. He obviously doesn't feel like either the coach or the star of the team rate him much at all.
0: Sometimes things just run their course, too. I mean, it feels like, like Quinn, Donovan, Rudy had run their course. And, you know, Inglis was sad to be... Uh, in- Inglis? <laughs> yeah, Greg Inglis was sad Inglis. to be traded out of there. Uh, but he probably... Um, he probably you yes. know, uh, rode the wave. He probably got out just before it went completely pear-shaped.
1: Well, it's, it's a great advertisement to keeping him on the end of a bench yes. a la you know, Miami Heat style for the next six years, playing yep. two or three minutes just to be the voice of reason. For sure. That team has just not looked like a team since he left.
0: Yeah, they, they look like absolute shit. Um, speaking of coaches who... Uh, his stock might have fallen in the last little while. Ty Ty Lue. Mm. That didn't work out quite as well as he was expecting it to.
1: Mm. As, soon as, as soon as the announcers pronounced him the Bill Belichick of the yeah. NBA, he got, he his, hands, game, got his ass handed to him.
0: games in sequence to the, uh, to the, um, the, the little Timber Puppies and the, and the Pels. Um, timber Puppies must be really upset with shipping the game they lost today. They were up, what, 26 points? That's what young teams do, though. You know, they just they're just not ready for this shit yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and the, the I think the Grizz, the Grizz are a bit more of a killer than you give than than a lot of people is.
0: They're a bit more battle ready. Yeah, then yeah. it's easy to think of them too. Both as you know, oh, they're both two young teams. They're both here to learn. But um, the Grizz have got a little bit more about them, about them at this a- stage. And
1: like I know Pat Bev, his whole thing <laughs> is like, oh, I'm just sort of trying to get under your skin. Like that's my thing but I think he missed his mark today. He's a comic
0: book villain, and and we know that he can go. He has become more and more ridiculous the further he's got away from um, the Clippers and the Rockets. He's now now a a preposterous fucking Marvel uh, caricature of, of of a heel.
1: Never happened, but uh, the game, game of Zones did, gave him like a little monologue to Kevin Durant, you know, trying to lure Durant to the Clippers for free agency. And it was this whole thing about, you know, you, you don't need another alpha, you need some loyal dogs. And it's just this great speech that just sums up Pat Beverly beautifully in a minute and 30 seconds.
0: Although Pat Beverly's real loyalty is only ever to Pat Beverly. That's always extremely well, well, the, clear.
1: Probably to the image of Pat Beverly. Right? Yeah, to, like, to Pat Beverly, he's, he's trademark,
0: like, patent pending, you know. Yeah,
1: he's, he's like a wrestling character.
0: Oh, I yeah. I mean, uh, between him and, and Kyrie Irving, it's really been a, uh, you know, it's been a real moment for wrestling heels in the NBA. Although Pat, Pat Bev's wrestling heel is much more convincing than Kyrie's. He was kind of all about that smoke, and then suddenly he wasn't anywhere near about that smoke in the, in the most recent game that they played, where he, he shot, what, what, one for 97 or something.
1: I think a few teams would be looking at the fact that the Grizz were down 25 and didn't waver. Like, that's probably the sign of a team that's, you know, it's got a little bit of that Golden State in 2015 feel to it. Yep. Like, they're probably it also a shows year they away. don't
0: they fear absolutely nobody. They certainly don't fear a no. bunch of kids.
1: So, so, my next movie analogy was the Warriors uh, uh Doc Holliday in Tombstone. You know, all year they've looked like. You know, they're dying of, what did he have, lung en- encephalitis or whatever it was that, that, you know, coughing up blood onto a napkin. And was, then come the finals, all of a sudden he's fucking spinning his guns and shooting everyone down. That feels down.
0: more Kaiser Sozo, though. We can't really say that because, of course, he was played <laughs> yeah. by a disgusting yeah, sex pest.
1: Um, and, and directed by one in the same movie.
0: Yes. It was a sort of a sex pest fest. Yeah. Um, worst nickname, Splash Party or PTSD?
1: I don't mind PTSD because at least it's got some... It's not
0: positive, though. It's not mind positive, Mind you, know, there was Death Light true. Up. I mean. But Death Light Up felt like a metal band, whereas PTSD
1: is something you need therapy for. I always thought P- uh, PTSD was more that that's what the other team would need. Would end after up with they, uh, Yeah, Yeah, like, you know, Jokic is having to go to therapy, just, you know.
0: I don't think Jokic needs to go to therapy. I think he just drinks his way through his problems. He really, <laughs> He really exudes that kind of... He just just goes out and gets drunk and starts a fight with somebody. Often while still on the court. I
1: don't know if you watched that game today, but that dude was, like, not only on offense, like, he was doing his usual Jokic things on offense, but on defense, he was flying around on closeouts. He was trying to, like, there was one... Rotation where Steph got past someone and he's come in from the weak side and tried to chase Steph down like for a you know like a come here little
0: man I crush you
1: <laughs> yeah like a, like a LeBron style block and I'm like man he he did not leave anything on the fucking floor yeah
0: it's gonna it's gonna suck and it's gonna be really tedious fucking narrative if Jokic wins the 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 MVP which will be very kind of Dirk 2007 kind of feels but this is not that I mean Dirk. That they were a one seed and they they shat the bed. Djokic is literally, and, and you can you can argue the merits of, of a team of a six seed player being the MVP and whether the MVP should be the best player on the best team. But putting that aside, if he gets MVP, he it what what is he's having to do right now with this six seed um, Nuggets team is more of a a support of him being an MVP than an indictment of it. I think.
1: Yeah. So today, um, Gary Payton the second. Hit a couple of corner threes, right? Came in, played like seven Gary Payton
0: minutes. 2, electric boogaloo.
1: You know, hit hit a couple of corner threes and played some good defense. And that's all, that, that's all he needed to do on that Warriors side, right? Gary Payton 3 is Bones Highland on the Nuggets and is the second or third most important player on the team. Like, it's just... It's just fucking nuts, man. That how how thin they are. Like Gordon played really well today. Like, but he had not. Well, well the rest well of them series. are
0: thin, which is kind of one of the criticisms yeah. of Jokic.
1: But but like, it, I, I hope he doesn't win it just so he can go and reset for next season when they've got their full side because that that team fully loaded.
0: Oh, they're fucking terrified. If they got Jamal and MPJ back and they get injury health out of everybody else, what I've been disappointed by is that Aaron Gordon has shown extremely little prospect of bringing back the offensive you know, work that he, he used he to be able in that. There was a bit of it today. Yeah.
1: yeah but yeah.
0: not, I mean, not, clearly not enough because they lost.
1: I think I think all of them have just been stretched a bit too thin. Yeah, it's a little bit like it's a little bit like Durant and the Nets. It's a, bit to, like, a little bit like get...
0: all of us after two years of pandemic, we're just a bit yeah. caught. We've just yeah. we're just a little bit used up, and, and you know we all need to fuck and, off to Wanaka for the weekend and, and sink sink piss in the sunshine.
1: And the flip side is Bones Highland and and some of those other guys. No, no do the voice.
0: Are... You're gonna say, if you're gonna say his <laughs> name, you have to do the voice. Bones oh,
1: Highland. Yeah, oh. welcome to Jazz Club. Nice. Like, he's getting reps a little bit like Jordan Poole has. <laughs> he's not getting
0: shots like Jordan Poole is. I think he's shooting like 67% for the first three games. He's, Jordan Poole, he's definitely in the splash party.
1: But, but Jordan Poole, the last two years, right, has had a heap of reps. Because Yes. I
0: mean, he's had two years of reps. He, 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 was, yeah. he was regularly on that shit team they had, and he's been regularly on this good team they've had. And I think both of those so, things, both, both of those
1: learning experiences were important for his development. So, you know, if Bones can go back to being the fifth, fifth or sixth best player on the Nuggets next year, then suddenly A is going to have a shitload more space because instead of having the second or third best defender on him or the first best defender on him when he's on the bench units, you know, it's it's just going to be a lot, a lot easier next year.
0: Have you finished adding people who are who keep slagging Jokic off? Because I see a lot of that when well, oh, I look at the He's, podcast makes, account. I see a lot makes, of you getting very upset
1: with people for what do you fucking expect? So He's got fucking nobody around him. It, it's just like some of these people are intelligent. And It's like it's like Embiid and, and has James James Harden and Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxi. Fuck me. Anyway. So, the, the, I think the Raptors are like a, a zombie movie, you know, or a slasher movie. You know, another one goes down, another one goes down. <laughs> People sort of ambling around the court, not really knowing what they're doing. But uh, the thing that fascinated me, fascinates me about the Raptors, right, is they have an excellent development. Is how badly coached they've been? Well, no. Th- okay, so th- this is the thing, right? Is this like... Is this 3D chess from Nurse? Because he's completely secure <laughs> in his job. Throwing
0: his job so he gets the Lakers payout? It's uh, entirely possible. No,
1: no. Well, well like, he's an, they have an excellent development staff, right? And they're known for unearthing guys that sort of out of nowhere or second-round picks or undrafted guys. But he's been playing this super short rotation that's come back to bite him as soon as he's lost a couple of players and then they have to play end-of-the-bench guys that don't know how to fucking do anything. Now... I wonder whether he's just saying to Masai, like, even with my excellent coaching and development, I can't do anything with player seven, eight, nine, and 10. Can you please give me, you know, And also, someone I'm about decent. to be offered
0: more money than God. So, your move, motherfucker. And that's the thing, because I mean, people underestimate this, but the Raptors are owned by the the a, an organisation much bigger than the Lakers. Maple, yeah, do you what do think- they call Maple Leaf Sports? And Ma- Entertainment, Maple Leaf the owners Sports, of the, yeah. the owners of the Maple Leafs. They print fucking money. They they could very easily um, fund a, you know the, the, fund a huge contract for Nurse and all that sort of stuff. And he's a made man because they won that fucking title. So he can he can definitely use use the Lakers as leverage if he needs to.
1: You don't really think he'd go to the Lakers.
0: I don't think I don't think anybody should go to the Lakers because it's a shit job certainly compared to the Raptors where you you get an incredibly long rope mm. all, you know all of Toronto is looking at the Maple Leafs they're much more worried about about the hockey team the yeah. the Raptors generally only bring joy to people
1: you you can't lose the Raptors have a good front office like that they've normally managed. They have a front office. They don't just have
0: the fucking tennis (laughs) part of the the fucking owners, (laughs) fucking whatever else, whatever other nonsense Uh... is going on in that joint. We've got to get through one week without fucking tomahawk yamming on the Lakers, surely.
1: I feel. I feel sorry for Quinn Snyder already, and he hasn't even gone there yet.
0: Look, him and that hair are going to fit in perfectly in L.A. He already looks like yeah, that's right. just, he, just he was in a Beverly bit Hills curious. top Three in some kind of capacity.
1: If if he slicks it back a little bit more, goes for that.
0: Uh, that press conference where he was wearing the the, the combat vest. He, he's he's made for it. He's there. He's already there.
1: So how how you which which of the which of these series do you think is more likely? To end in an upset,
0: Bulls Bucks, I think, because I think Chris Middleton is, you know, because he can't spell his name, um, people underestimate how important he is to that team. But it's going to require Giannis doing the kind of shit that Giannis did in the run, the run into the finals last year, uh, for that to work out the way it is. Because the Bulls are coming into a, a bit of a moment that might actually work out for them. I, d- I do think the Suns might be in a bit of strife. They're going to have to, they're going to have to do a lot of stuff. Monty Williams is going to have to earn that Coach of the Year.
1: They sort of looked in that game too, like you know they were on a back to back, and and you know the defense was not really. I, I do wonder whether knowing that they're going to be short, they'll um, like they'll sort of tighten down on their teamwork, work ethic, s- style of play rather yeah. than relying on on Booker. You know, let us just to. win it. with... did to win it with defense and, and everyone putting another 10% in. Yeah, they're so. going to have to
0: play like Burnley. Uh, Sean here at Burnley. Um, would you call the Mavs beating the Jazz without Luca an upset?
1: I, I think you have to, don't you? Considering that that, that yeah. side was sort of seen as Luca and a bunch of it's role a players. It? It's one-man
0: team. It's Luca and the Pips.
1: And... And, and, you, and you take out the man and they're still winning. So yeah. uh doesn't look great for the Wiz, though. Dinwiddie and Bertans have been Deuceful? not... Like Contributors to a playoff team? Yeah, yeah. I would say more, slightly more than useful. Well, certainly if they um, get
0: past the Jazz. But then again, the Jazz are imploding, so it's a little bit hard to, you know, we're, we're kind of judging on a curve, I think.
1: The, the Grizz like, that Timberwolf Grizzlies went very quickly from, holy fuck, we've got a series, to, oh my God, the Grizzlies have just reached in and stolen their soul. I don't
0: know, it'll be really interesting to see, and, and by the time... People hear this they probably won't be too far away from from game four if the grizzlies come if the, if the Tim wolves come back and put up a really strong showing even if they don't win game four if they come back and they're just like no fuck you we're, we're gonna push back then that'll say a hell of a lot about and edwards who's been who's this is unquestionably he's the number one on that team now which i think everyone is happy about including carl anthony towns um yeah. and chris finch who's done i mean as edwards said he coached his fucking ass off in um in that uh, the play-in. I think it, it's more about what this does for the... I think the Timberwolves aren't going to win this series, but it's they are only ever going to take out positives from this series given the way they had to win into it and the way they performed within it.
1: Yeah, like, th- that's the thing. Even if they lose the next two, yeah. it, it it's fucking gravy for the Timberwolves.
0: They're going to get a lot out of being a seven seed that loses a lot more than the fucking Nets will if they're a seven seed that loses.
1: Yeah, that's true. The, the the nets are carrying a lot of dead weight too, right? Like has no Aldridge way to return. Or... refer to
0: Ben Simmons.
1: Well, i was singing more um, Aldridge and uh, Blake Griffin. And have they played Andre Drummond? In They've this just series? got
0: basically all of 2012 centers just lined up. Well,
1: at least Drummond is playing. Like the, the other two guys are just chilling out, signing autographs. I guess. But
0: who the f- do be ridiculous? Who the fuck wants their autograph at this stage? <laughs> People who, who only watch. <laughs> People who only watch fucking State Farm commercials from 2012, really keen for Blake Griffin's autograph. Um, Boston got uh, got pretty upset because people have been asking why Marcus Smart won DPOY Defensive Player of the Year, even though uh, he's like on stats he's like the fifth best guard. on defense, and his, his, his numbers are way behind a lot of big players. But it's very clear that, you know, I mean, can you name any other player that held Steph Curry to zero shots for the last two weeks of the season? The, the,
1: oh, look, I hate to be this, I'm still bitter defender. about this.
0: That fucking disgusting dickhead fucking, anyway.
1: Well, the, the, the worst one today was, um, uh, who was the jazz player that, that fucking, was it Royce O'Neal that acts Brunson? Like,
0: it's not fucking, exactly Steph Curry, though, is it?
1: No, no, but like that is literally all the the Mavs have really for offense at the moment. I I I guess other than um, who's their center who suddenly decided that he wants to be Clay Thompson (laughs) and can't miss from three. Oh, Cleaver, Cleaver, yeah. It's I I I love the irrational. You know, finals. You remember like
0: there's always one dude who just just performs out of his fucking skin. And the thing is that the Heat have built their their entire business plan around having an entire squad of them, like Max, Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and all the rest,
1: all the rest of them. So, isn't that interesting? We, we we haven't talked about the Heat Atlanta series at all yet. Like the Heat have just laid the smackdown on Atlanta.
0: They just look enti- like it's entirely within their gift their gift to sort this out. They're like, no, nah, we're fine. Now they might have They might have more of a drama when they face the, the four five. Um, which will be, the, which will be probably inevitably the Sixers, but that Heat yeah. Sixers series—that's not going to be a nice place to be on NBA Twitter. There's just a lot of very strongly held opinions that will come cl- crashing into each other. I suspect it's—it's been in terms of vibes, it's been a really bad week for anybody who wants to see the Sixers eat shit and die.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I know a lot of Sixers fans on Twitter are like, "Oh my god, you know, we won three games, but the Raptors have like." four players that their coach trusts to play a game. Yeah. Um, but, but the
0: Raptors were playing as well as the Celtics down the, down the, down the stretch. It's just that it just seems that's how fucking important Scotty Barnes was.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Scottie. And
0: if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year just on, the, on that fact, I know that's a postseason eventuality, but it's like one of those addition by subtraction things. When you take somebody away and you suddenly realise, oh, all the wheels just fell off. Maybe that guy was really important.
1: Do, do you reckon he's he's got early Ant Edwards vibe, Like, He's the he hasn't got that
0: swag. I mean, Ann Edwards was no. born with swag. He is uh, an astonishing, uh, an astonishing swag
1: merchant. It, it's funny because it, he, him, and Jar are just like looking in a mirror, really, in terms of their attitude towards the game mm. and the, and the fact that uh, like when they lost that first game and Jar was like, "Well, any of you that that started to doubt us, you can fuck off and st- and stay on the Minnesota side. Don't come back to us. We don't want you," which is entirely a confected thing like there's no there's no swing voters in that series it's not like oh my god i was right on the fence between supporting the the grizzlies and the timberwolves and the grizzlies lost the first game i'm a timberwolves fan for life i don't
0: think anybody has an opinion about who they want to see win i think they just want to see that one go seven games because it's just such a
1: it's just fun
0: unless you happen to live in memphis or minnesota which you know (laughs) my commiserations i think memphis sounds like a decent town um,
1: yeah, I think Memphis would be pretty fun. It's a it's a college town, though, isn't it? It's what Memphis? That, that, yeah,
0: no, it's it's like the home of it's like a music home. It's got an uh, yeah. It's got a football team. Um, yeah, it's got tunes. It's got shit. Oh, probably Nashville's might be better. It's got an IndyCar race. Well, what's
1: the Memphis
0: football team? Oh, it's probably a college. There's a college everywhere, but it's it's not a college town as such. It's not like one of these little podunk shithole towns that only has a college.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it's, like got, it's a big college. It's a big college football team, not an NFL team.
0: Shouts to Armadale.
1: You shit <all. laughs> That's not something I expected to come up on this podcast. But anyway, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, other than this sort of exi- uh, this dread that the Suns are going to go out in the first round after having such an awesome season. I'm fucking really enjoying this finals. It's,
0: oh, it's good. It- there isn't a dud series because there isn't a dud no. team. There isn't a team here you be apart from maybe the Sixers that you don't want to watch play. I mean, even with the Sixers when they they play dreadful fucking Maury ball and, and hunt foul throws and all that sort of stuff, they're still capable of insane shit like that last, that, like the, the winner in overtime for by Embiid in uh, in Game Three. It's like a well- oh, man that size should not be doing that. That's that's not a thing that we've ever seen that be- we've ever seen before.
1: And even the Nuggets Warriors series, it was fun to watch the Warriors go full flamethrower. And then it was good to see the Nuggets, like, show a bit of spirit today.
0: And and watching Jokic trying to to save it is a little bit like watching, like, Graham Smith trying to save a test match at the SCG with a busted hand. It's like, there's no, everyone else is going to fucking desert you, man. But if you, but there's massive respect for what you're trying to do out there. I
1: I think it was half, Half Court Hoop said today, like, there must have been, I don't know if it was the TNT guys or, or some ex-players like, you know, Jokic didn't do enough. And it's like, the Duke got 37 and 18 and 5.
0: What more do you want him to do? No, he got do? totally <laughs> locked up. He barely, he barely impacted the game at all. Did he impact winning, Bezo? I mean, that's the thing. Did he impact winning? It's like, okay, all right. Maybe I, not. I, I, d- Maybe I not. don't
1: know what to say.
0: The real winners of, um, of the first week of the finals has been, um, potentially are the viewers of ESPN. The reason being because Clutch and LeBron are clearly trying to use Doc and Nurse, and nobody has ever mentioned at any stage that Doc versus Nurse is some kind of medical pun
1: series. Doctors Without Borders should be, the, Borders, Scru- that should be the should be the scrub series. The scrub considering series,
0: considering <laughs> Zach Braff specials, um, Red Cross International. Um, but it feels like they're almost using those two as leverage in order for LeBron to get what he really wants, which is Mark Jackson coaching the Lakers, which, oh, which that would, would be, be fantastic awesome. for everybody who hates the Lakers and everybody oh. who hates Mark Jackson on ESPN. I haven't even considered that. That is fantastic.
1: That's even better than Doc coaching the Lakers. Oh, fuck oh, yes. let that happen.
0: It's so much better.
1: That would be fantastic.
0: It'd be wonderful. It's, it's the only way to make to keep this fucking ju- this sitcom rolling for another series to up the stakes yet further is to have Mark Jackson come in. You remember like in frontline where they'd have like a, a more ridiculous executive producer come in every season and he would totally like, he'd make it worse or more blokey or more ridiculous or more, <laughs> more, um, clenious, more, more, more lowest common denominator. I feel like that's what, you know, bringing Mark Jackson in as, as, uh, as coach of the Lakers would be after this clan
1: show over here. Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. We can do. And maybe, you know, Give Kurt Rambis the um, front office job. Kurt, Kurt Rambis and uh, Mark Jackson. Let's yes. go.
0: <laughs> Can't give it any better than that. Gift the Twelve on seed giving. here.
1: Twelve seed here we come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh damn! But we don't own any of our picks until twenty twenty nine. All
1: right, Zoc, Have you got any other sporting takes? No, nah, let's
0: bend it on that. I think, I think uh, we'll have a nice tight uh, basketball episode.
1: Yeah. Look, it, it has been awesome. Like. I haven't. I have. not i have have not even gotten close to watching every game. I've watched the like, ten minute, you know, re- recap every night of every Life keeps game. Like it's getting in the fucking way. It's bullshit. But man, some of the stuff we've seen, like even that Dinwiddie dunk on Jokic uh, on um on uh, Gobert today, it was like, oh, look, that that was like the tenth most tenth most interesting moment of the finals today. And that was only three games. It's like, holy shit, these are good finals. Because the first round, you normally get at least two really dud rounds, right? You get
0: an NBA TV series. You know what's on NBA TV at the moment?
1: Sixers fucking Raptors is the NBA TV TV series. (laughs) The the presumptive MVP? Yeah. The the fucking
0: Medicines France fucking Frontiers fucking series is the the NBA TV series. There you go. No predictions, because we have no fucking idea what's going to happen, but it, it's going to be fun.
1: Let's uh, let's reconvene next week. Let's do
0: that. This has been Balls Podcast. I've been Doc. He's been Bezo. And we'll talk to you at the point that Bezo said we'll talk to you at. such your diary. <laughs> I'm not that kind of doctor.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. Why wasn't I not recording that? That's probably the funniest thing we've done on on record for years.
0: Well, yeah, uh, they've wanting more and that sort of shit.